Thanks for tuning in to the Needle and Groove Lounge, a podcast establishment serving music and beers, highlighting music history, new music criticism, and craft beer conversation. We hope you've been enjoying our holiday-themed episodes. We got another one for you tonight. If you haven't done so already, go back and listen to the Christmas-themed episode where the boys are joined by some of their wives. They have a lot of fun. Doesn't matter that the Christmas season is over. You'll still have a lot of fun with that episode. On this episode, we kick into New Year's Eve gear. That's right. In the first segment, the boys channel their greatest New Year's Eve show if they could put one together have a lot of fun they put on these great parameters there's some magical realism there's some realistic tracks etc but the boys put together a show their opener their mid highlight and then their closer for the show and they talk about where the show would take place and how they approach that for this episode we hope you all have a happy and of course safe safe new year's eve and a happy new year And then we close out with the last call where we're back to our traditional format of featuring new songs from the last five, six, seven months or upcoming releases. There's a wide range of songs. We've got a few reissues. We've got a unique one from a hip hop artist and more. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, follow us on the Needle Groove Lounge. We slowed down a little bit this past week as we're in between holidays and spending time with family. But you can follow us on Needle Groove Lounge for more music and music-related content. And as always, please share the pod or the gram with other music lovers in your life. We hope you enjoy this episode. Again, have a happy new year. Talk to you soon. All right, and we're back at the lounge tonight. Boys only tonight. Last week, as we know, hope everyone listened to that wonderful episode last week. I did have a lot of fun on that episode last week. Fellas. It was. Listen, it was fun. That was a blast. That was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, if you haven't listened yet, go back and listen to our holiday-themed episode just because Christmas, and it is more of a Christmas episode, just because Christmas is over when you listen to this doesn't mean you can't listen to that episode. It's a lot of fun. Uh, three of the four wives came out. Shout out to Leanne, Emily, and Katie. We had a late entrance from Jelly, Rob, but that wasn't recorded. But shout out for Jelly for coming up. And you represented Jelly well. But no, I had a lot of fun. How did, did, you, did the wifeys have a good time? J-Mac, Bones? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We're doing oh, yeah. the tunes around here. There you go. Yeah, yeah, she had a great time. Awesome, 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 awesome. But we're back with just the four of us tonight. Um, and as of this, uh, this episode being aired, it is just a few days, potentially even right before New Year's Eve, party night potentially maybe not bones we had that great new year's a few years ago i called it no frills new year's i told right. everyone to show up in their pajamas right no Sweat pants yeah no uh no fancy clothes that night no. it was great i think i was passed out by 10 because i drank <laughs> yeah. but anyways that's what happens when you're in your pjs and a robe on on a beautiful oh, yeah. night but anyways um this episode the first segment is going to be geared towards that uh the boys are going to talk about the ideal New Year's Eve show, if they could put on a show for New Year's Eve. And of course, they're going to put their parameters to it, but we'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do, let's talk with about the beers that we're sipping on tonight as we're in the mindset of New Year's Eve. Uh, Bones, what you got? Well, I mean, New Year's Eve, 
What do you, what do you drink on New Year's Eve? Champagne? Champagne. Are you drinking champagne? Champagne, champagne and beers. beers. Champagne, champagne and beers. <laughs> I got myself some high life. So good. So good. And I do want to say. I, I was like... hoping it would be the 40. Oh, that would be even better. I got a six pack instead. Nice. <laughs> even better. I feel like in, uh, in, in uh, season one, I feel like we did a better job of having mm-hmm. uh, connections between the beers, the beers theme. and the themes. And uh, I feel like right? we're not that. So thanks for bringing us home bones to the champagne. Champagne and beers. And beers. There awesome. you go. <laughs> J-Mac, what you got? I'm drinking uh, Three's Brewing, The World nice. is Flat, Ooh. which is an English extra, which for them, they define it as in between an ESB and a English Pell-L. So it, it's, cool. it's nice. The uh, local place I go to, um, it's a newer one that I love, has a ton of Three's stuff, and I know you like them. What's some of your favorite, if I go back there, that you'd say, can you recall, like a really go-to? I like their um, their pilsners, their okay. lagers, and things. Um, this one's really nice. A lot of their um, like IPAs end up all tasting very similar to me gotcha. because it's a an in house yeast strain that they use, so it all ends up having like that distinct taste. But I feel like cool. the lagers are able nice. to get away. Okay. Like this doesn't taste anything like their stuff sure. that I've had before. So cool. Yeah, no, I noticed they had a ton of it and I meant to ask you about it. So cool. Uh Rob, what you got? Uh I have uh hold on, excuse me. How dare right? Yes. Ooh, nice. That's a good one. I have uh Ladenburgers, Weisenbach. Yes. Hellas. Is that from uh, your from my yes. Are you betcha? I, I saved up a couple of days of advent calendars. So today's special end of the year episode. <laughs> All advent calendar beers, baby. <laughs> Rob, is it is it is it twelve or twenty four? Is it twelve? Twenty four. Ah, because I saw twenty four at, at the beer spot I just mentioned. It's called Bryn Mawr Beverage. You can follow them. Uh, they're really great. Mm-hmm. I, I saw they had one. I was checking out. They had a giant, but it was twelve. Um, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not the same one. I didn't really. It was behind the counter. I didn't really get to look at it. So. No. So this is specifically specifically put together by Costco. Okay. And they you. contract out with a bunch of German lager breweries or German breweries in germany and have this company in massachusetts import it so i don't even know awesome. if it's like exclusive to the massachusetts costco because okay. the importer is in uh dorchester or something okay yeah i'll have to check i didn't know if it was german or anything but yeah cool um and then i will close this out rob i don't remember you might have mentioned this beer when you would come back from your chicago trip but maybe not um they're a chicago area beer phase three did you mention them or no no? I don't think I have. It's not familiar. At the place I was at, I just mentioned the Bryn Mawr beverage near my house. I was talking to the guy about stuff he's been really into, and he talked about phase three. And they're out of Illinois, and this is called the Cold Pixel. And he's like, it's kind of interesting because it's an IPL, uh, which mm-hmm. is an India Pale Lager, which I don't oh, know yeah. if that's uh, oh, becoming yeah. a thing. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know much about them, but um, it's pretty cool, and he recommended it. So, uh, yeah, phase three out of Chicago. Uh, India Pale Lager with apparently they use like Citra hops, so that's cool. Yeah, um, Jack's Abbey, they do a good idea. Jack Zab- uh, yeah, they mm. Hoponius Union, I believe, yeah, is their that's it. IPL. Yeah, cool. That was yeah, the you first one I ever It's been had, around yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I feel like you don't see them too much, so yeah, mm. awesome. Well, there we go. Those are the beers we're sipping on tonight. I hope everyone uh, enjoys those. So let's get into it. I just mentioned the New Year's Eve episode, and again, for our listeners out there, we started broad. We said, <coughs> let's go big here. It can be any New Year's Eve show that you want to dream up however you want. 
So we could put parameters on that are really strict. We could be narrow. We could be magical. We could be um, bringing people back from the grave. We could be so strict that it has to be people that are alive. It's wide open. Uh, it's wide, wide open. So who wants to start by putting together their perfect, if you will? I don't even want to use any words to describe it. Just your New Year's mm. Eve show. Who wants to kick us off? Who wants to kick us off? Nobody wants to. I'll go then. I'm actually, I'll, I'm, I, I'm still I'll go. deciding. I'll go. I'll, go. I'll, go. I'll break I, the I put, ice. I put together so many vests that I'm going to have to follow my heart. I'll break, I'll break the, the ice. Game time first. decision. I'll break the ice. I'll break the ice. I don't mind breaking the ice. Uh, it was my idea. So I'll, I'll go first and let you guys follow up. So um, like I mentioned, this is nearly an impossible task to do if you don't put parameters on mm -hmm. yourself, right? Like for people who listen to so much music and music and music history nerds, this is nearly impossible. So I have like two distinct categories for parameters that are broken up <laughs> with different subcategories. So let me explain. <laughs> I put way too much thought into this. So let me start first with the categories of category number one. I said to myself, of the three acts that I choose, I want there to be three parameters for, for, for the three acts. I wanted one of the acts to be something that I could legitimately make happen. It is an artist or band that is contemporary and still kicking around, that I could pull it off. The second one, I was like, let me give myself some fun, like that magical realism. <clears throat> maybe they're, maybe they're, they're deceased or maybe like they would never get back together or it's just so far fetched, but it existed at one time. Um, like, let me, let me give me that one for fun. And then last, I wanted one that was kind of a blend of the two that like, it could be a possibility that this could happen. It'd be very far fetched potentially, but it'd also be like a banger of a, of a, of a show if I could make it happen. So those are like the three kind of like, I want one to be contemporary one that I can go super magical. And then one that like, is a little mix of the two like could happen. It's a little far fetched, but maybe. And then I said, cool. Now that I've got that, I also want there to be a vibe for the night. When it comes to festivals, I'm cool with like a jazz artist playing with a, a rock artist. But when it comes to a show like this with three acts, I wanted there to be like a specific vibe or genre. And so for New Year's Eve, for my party, my show, it's going to be in kind of like the funk soul hip-hop like i wanted like that that really to be my thing um and so that's category two so category one is those three parameters category two is like a, that's the kind of the genre in the world that i'm living with cool so let me go in order of my acts and uh, again we're just going to play our last act i believe that we said but we'll talk about the first two so act one the opener the opener is a tough spot right particularly it's new year's eve you got people pre-gaming places, coming in late. I wanted it to be a big name, but I also wanted it to be kind of unique um, because it's the opener, right? Um, so I wanted it to be something a little bit different. And I also wanted it to be something that no matter who shows up at first, like people are going to love it. They're going to be feeling it's going to set the tone. So my unique one here, and this is the category number one, is like I could make this happen. They're still around. They're doing this. It would start with a DJ set by Questlove. How banging would that be, right? Ooh. Questlove is perfect for the lounge. He's a music history nerd. If you've ever read about his shows, I've never been able to go to a DJ set, but apparently he's brilliant, right? He really reads the crowd. He brings unique stuff. There's definitely that like funk soul R&B that's kind of in his world wheelhouse, but he plays everything and he can read the crowd. So you're showing up, no matter when you show up, there's going to be some incredible Questlove jams up there spinning on. I'd ask him to do it wax only. Right, like I need a groove lounge. I say I wax only. So Questlove, kicking it off, 
DJ set, banging, so good. Everyone's hyped up. He's read the crowd based on who they're and how's people feeling. So that's act one. Act two is my magical realism one. Like if I could make this happen, uh, it would be incredible. I don't think it ever would, uh, partly because of just how grand it would be. So I wanted someone that could follow Questlove, but also Questlove could maybe make some nods to this act and then the act that came after. So I thought, how fun would it be keeping in this idea of like funk and soul? I'm going to have a dream show, 1974, 1975 version of Parliament Funkadelic, mm. right? George mm. Clinton shows up and he'd bring his boys. <laughs> he'd bring Bootsy. He'd bring Ezzy Hazel, Bernie, Benny Wernot, like the whole crew would be there. And they'd be playing Give Up the Funk. They'd be playing uh, One Nation Under the Groove. They'd be playing all those songs. <laughs> Right. They'd be doing they'd be doing it all. Right. And that's visually stimulating for people. Right? They would look incredible. Right. Maybe even people would uh -huh. dress up like the P-Funk groups. Um, and so it would be both a mix of Parliament Funk Delmet Delic playing the hits, George Clinton, all of them, which I thought would be awesome. Right. Like just so, so incredible. Um, and then who's going to top that? I mean, that's pretty that's pretty big. Right. Like Who's going to top that? So then I said, the only one that could top that, if I wanted someone to top it, it would have to be someone that the people that were going would probably my friends would go apeshit over if I was able to pull this off. So I wanted it to be kind of nostalgic um, and not, not in the sense of like P-Funk is like nostalgic, but like this, this was part of our youth growing up. And they have been mentioned before on the pod, but not when we recorded. And so my closer would be to get a reunion show of outcast so outcast would close the <laughs> yeah. show right p-funk would come up and maybe play backing track outcast has talked about how p-funk has influenced them so then you have this through line from Questlove playing he probably makes some like hints to those artists p-funk puts on this remarkable show and then the hype is there all us kids in the early 2000s would love to see a reunion show and it's somewhat possible it happened in 2014 outcast came back together in 2014 mm. for a reunion and if they were playing in the next, if I got this to happen next year or the year after, it's the 20th anniversary of some of their huge albums. Ooh, Stankonia yeah. came out in early 2000s. Mm -hmm. uh, the one with Hey Yeah also came out in 2002 or three. So it makes sense. I think I could get Andre and Big Boy to say, hey, it's the 20th anniversary. Come to my New Year's Eve show. So that's what we're going to listen to. We're actually going to watch them. And I'd ask them to channel their 2001 vibe. Um, and I picked a, a live version of them playing Bombs Over Baghdad. Um, which is such a hype such song. Such a good one, yeah. Um, so as we watch this, I want you to assume that P-Funk is also on the stage with them because they came out and Questlove is, uh, it, it stepped in on the drums. So here we go. My closer after a beautiful set by P-Funk and opening by Questlove. We're going to have Outkast playing Bombs Over Baghdad. <laughs> Yes, so good. Outcast bombs over Baghdad. That's a live version from 2001. Showstopper right there, right? 20th reunion of some of those albums. Wouldn't that be incredible?
right? They probably the only ones that could follow up P Funk like that. That's true. Our, our generation. That was great. That's that was great. awesome. Um, and then to close it out, I think to take from a a, a funkadelic uh, title, I'd call the show Neil Groove Lounge presents "Free Your Mind and Your Ass Will Follow." Um, that would be the name <laughs> of the 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 show. And I said in the chat, uh, if you can find a venue, I would have Philadelphia would finally get its shit together, uh, and they would um, they would renovate the Uptown. Um, which is, of course, Philly's version of the Apollo. They'd renovate the Uptown, which is in North Philadelphia, on, right around Temple's campus. That show would take place at the Uptown. Everybody at the party would stay in the Temple dorms. It would be great. They'd rent out the <laughs> Temple dorms. It'd just be a party down Broad Street at the dorms. So there we go. Uh, Free Your Mind, Your Ass Will Follow tour featuring Questlove, Parliament Funkadelic, Collective, and Outcast Reunion. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, that's that was good. That was great. That was, that was good. Lineup. Yeah, that'd be fun, right? I forget how like good Outcast was sometimes, or like right. how just like Amazing. revolutionary they were. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, incredible! To, right? I mean, like to be even just the, from like a from like a sartorial perspective, like Andre Three Thousand just like in a no shirt with a blonde wig on, right? And everybody was like, "Yeah, all right." And cool. belly button high pants. Yeah, That's fantastic. The, what's interesting too is their their evolution as artists because yeah i mean they start he has an i think i might have sent it to you jeff he has an interesting uh watched an interview with him where like originally people were trying to make them hey we want you to be like the new tribe Mm. like the new Mm -hmm. tribe called quest and they're like we're nothing like them we're we're like we've been like jacking jacking cars in atlanta and like (laughs) like, we're not like that those type of of people yeah like we just knew hip-hop and how they you know how they kind of evolved over over time Mm -hmm. no it's super cool and just influential and i think they they really took some of that funk element Uh, Mm -hmm. i think dre and those guys of course and snoop were doing that in the 90s they took it and they took it next level and made it contemporary and like they're they're Mm -hmm. such an iconic band of the of the 90s early 2000s sound the only thing i did read apparently when they did the reunion tour which they did in 2014 Andre 3000 had some sort of interview where he said he kind of felt like a sellout doing it, which I respected in that way. Right. Like mm-hmm. the, re- the, the idea of the reunion tour now is so like fans are re- doing reunion tours after they've been broken up for like two years. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm, of course, exaggerating, yeah. but it's it almost like they like break up to have the reunion tour. Cause yeah, right. yeah. You know, if like, all right, we wait eight to 10 years, we can probably cash in on this big reunion tour. Um, but anyways, I would still love to see it. So yeah, cool. that's cool. There we go. There it is. Who's next? Um, I'd go right. next if unless somebody else wants to go because mine's sort of related. Go for it. Go ahead. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm on on theme as well. So. This was like a tough one. Mm-hmm. I think Jeffy talked about it, but like because it was so open and there were so many directions, I was like, "What do I do with it?" You know what I mean? Like, sure. and this, immediately I wanted to like just to make Justin mad, do like an emo new year's and have jet black new year by <laughs> Thursday, be the final song just to make, just to make this man suffer through it for three minutes. You know what I mean? And then you go to like, do I want yep. it to be like my, you know, like, if, exactly. you know, like um, we have, we have a chat with another friend that's on this podcast that every Friday he sends us like a, what if perfect show scenario that you have to choose from with like a bunch of like early 2000s emo bands and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, do I pick like, you know, my favorite bands that I've talked about in this podcast, like Will Hump's Cream and like yada, yada, yada and all that stuff. Or do I choose whatever? So like, uh, I've been leaning towards it all week and 
I landed in a similar place to Jeff where like it's New Year's and like you just want to get all your friends together and like have a big party, right? That's kind of like the goal of New Year's is like you yep. want to have like a party and get like hammered and have a party with your friends with like, you know what I mean? So I went down a similar route and I thought like, what does it be a cool show to put together? It would be a spectacle. It would be huge, but it also would be like interesting and fun mm-hmm. and like keep people engaged. Uh, so my opener, and this is also too like, one of those things where it was the first lineup that popped into my head as soon as we talked about this topic. And I've been like trying to get away from it. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Like, this is just going to be it. Cause it's like the first thing I thought of and like everything else just kept kind of like circling around this. And I was like, but what about that? So opening is uh, Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars, Silk Sonic. There you go. You bet. Great new record. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a good record. J-Mac has uh, my opener. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. It's good. It's good opener. I mean, well, if it's, it could be a closer too, depending on the lineup. He's going to his notebook. (laughs) I got to change now. You just. I'm sorry. Oh man. That's That's a a good good record. It's a good opener band. Like it's got some, you'd want to be there for the opener too. Cause it's Bruno Mars and Soxana. You're like, all right, sick. That's a good record. Uh, Middle act. Earth, wind and fire. Oh, okay. Big band comes out. Band comes out. Yeah. Now it's part. Yeah. Now, now it's party time the big band we're warming up for it we're just we're going up the spectacle train and then my closer i'm not lying i didn't make this up closer i'm a fucking you went with my man good Steph now we can freeze when i just said that yeah you Justin's are Justin's leaving right now he, he said parliament threw down he, said his fuck. he just threw down his headphones He's is that leaving. that was Sorry, so ladies close. And gentlemen, he's gone rob is frozen but he did say p-funk i think we did hear you he say did he did say oh. p-funk J-Mac, did you choose p funk J-Mac too? definitely just threw down no, his headphones in disgust. I, I hate him. <laughs> and I, did we all choose P-Funk? No, I didn't choose P-Funk. Uh, okay, okay. Got you. Um, well, he's frozen. I think the, the music world gods have got him for you, Justin. They, they, <laughs> they, they sent for him. That is, that's, so, okay. Um, Rob won a similar, similar route there. Keeping it funky and soulful, but he's completely frozen. So let's talk shit on him for like a good three minutes till he returns. Uh, I can't, if we all stay in the same bones, you did something a little different, didn't you? Good. Good. That's because I, I, I went with, I thought, I thought you might do something like soul or maybe even a gospel show. (laughs) Then I was like, I was like, I had planned that Rob would go emo or local band. (laughs) 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 Then I figured I knew we'll that's what, what you would want we'll, me to we'll, do. We'll see, we'll see what Jesse does, and then okay, you know, I'll explain. I, I was the wild card. <laughs> yeah, that's I, awesome. I was. I knew everybody was expecting me to go that way, and I was like, but like, I would have been forcing it just to like play that up for the podcast. So I was like, if I really wanted to see a New Year's show, like, right. what would be cool? That's what I thought. And I was too. like, I was like, P Funk brings out the fucking spaceship. Exactly. Like Earthman and Fires there, and then because uh, you also so, got to think like. It's it's your friends, but it's also potentially a lot of people that aren't as. It's gonna be like music. a thousand, yeah, like a hundred, right. couple hundred people or something like that. Right, right? And, it, and those all those bands, and that's what I tried to go with mine too. Are like can be universally loved. Like even if you mm-hmm. don't know much about P Funk, you're gonna hear those songs, and and, and your booty's gonna be shaking. Like regardless, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, so okay, well, what are you playing for us then? Yeah. From uh, yeah. Of the, and, and where did you go? Because also, like, are you doing the similar to what I did? Like, it's magical that you're combining P-Funk. You're going to do a little bit of Funkadelic. You're going to do Parliament. 
you're gonna do which which i mean i, I think it's new george clinton where he's playing all the you know it's it's uh okay. he's just doing it's, all it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's pimp suit george clinton now you know he's okay. lost the hair shaved the head he's got the pimp cup yeah sweet let's do it let's do a track what you got for Combine us? It all. putting them all together okay so it's i went seven, the, uh, I guess. live in germany 85 but oh it was 85. tough to find like a because a seventy because that album comes out in seventy. Oh, you're, fi- you're trying to find a live version, okay? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then comes out in seventy nine, and Bootsy Collins is attributed as the drummer on the record, which I thought was interesting. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know too much about the record, but here we go. Here we go. Parliament, Funkadelic, 1985. Beautiful. Closer. Showstopper right there. Everyone's snapping. One more, one more song. One more song. One more song. No, that's cool. Um, I also can't believe that of all the artists in the world, the whole world, of all eternity and all time, we have you two who picked the same one and me and you picked the same one. Like, that's kind of <laughs> well, dumb. Think- <laughs> and for the record, <laughs> listeners, we did not talk about this at all. Like, there's literally millions of artists out there, and we all we have we have crossover. That's crazy. But I mean, they well, are like they are legacy artists, I suppose, like that. But. Well, I also think too, it's it's uh, you know, we talk the four of us talk about music a lot, and two, like we all kind of chose the same, like, yeah, vibe. Well, one, we we all come in for the same vibe, and because we're like s- sort of similar, like have crossover musical taste, you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like well, makes, makes sense, sense a little now. bit. I know. We we should have almost like assigned each other like genres. Like, all right, you you get you yeah. get the rock, you get the rock in New Year's mm. Eve, you yeah. get the the. But, the but soul I think what we're Year's really Eve. zeroing on is like the primo New Year's thing. I, I think, think so. it has to have P funk. Yeah. I think it's got to have Silk Sonic. And then I I think I mean Outcast. We as soon as you picked Outcast, I was like, that's genius. I was jealous. Yeah, I think maybe we could pull this off then. Maybe we're, uh, we're seeing we have enough, uh, enough interest. But anyways, there we go. Rob, that's a cool show. Um, Ooh, oh, I have to pick ripping. the venue too. Oh, yeah. Did you? Uh, th- I mean, that's a bonus if you didn't come with it. I don't want you not to put it on the spot, but where's that happening for you? Ooh, that's a good, you know, I thought about it. I really like the Wilbur Theater in Boston. I don't know. Oh, okay. I've it's, never been. it's like a little, it's, uh, it's small enough where it feels intimate, but big enough where you can fit a bunch of people in it. Oh, that's great. That's perfect. That's good ideal. Good venue. There you go. There you go. Well, there we go. We got uh, Rob's pick at the Wilbur Theater. Coming, come, come up to Boston. You'll see uh, Anderson Park and Bruno Silk Sonic. Then you'll see uh, who'd you have for two? I'm sorry, I'm blanking that fast. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ah, oh, that's right. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, that's a cool one too. Um, and then keeping it, keeping it in that, in that, that, uh, that, that vein with P Funk. I thought awesome. about switching them to number one, just so we wouldn't have. Well, we didn't play a song from mine, yeah. so that's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 cool. All right, Bones, J-Mac. Uh, Bones, do you want to go? Uh, if, if, Justin, you have a similar vibe, if we want to, like, break break it up a little bit, or do you just want to keep it? No, your... no, I mean, J-Mac, if you want to go, go for it. We, Yeah, sure. We can keep the vibe. Mine's a little bit different. A okay. little bit different. We just <laughs> happen to choose the same opener. So, But I had a backup already, so I was ready no for worries. it. No worries. 
Um, so similarly, I for e- each artist, I wanted to pick artists um, because New Year's people are often thinking okay. about um, are often thinking about evolving, right? What mm. What are your resolutions for the new year? Oh. So I wanted to think about artists who have evolved over time. Um, and so, and then I wanted similarly to, to, um, what you had said, Jeff, the opener's got to be good because if they're not good and like bring in the heat, people might not show up. Exactly. So it had to be something that I knew, um, but the people that I, are there. Yeah. And I wanted to make in it immediately. I was like, soul and R and B is what I'm going with for the, for the, um, for the, the party for the party and it's not just a show this is a party um so i'm gonna explain it um and so um <laughs> and then i want to i wanted to pick artists who kind of like pay respect to each other by just like they're they're 100 in influenced or um so mm-hmm. um and then i wanted to feature one person who is no longer with with us but we would wow. be um recognizing as a legacy um in music uh, so my opener that I'm going to switch to because I had him as a runner up is I would open with Leon Bridges. Oh, that's um, great. AKA Todd Bridges. Um, <laughs> oh, Todd, <laughs> Todd, Todd, we know who you really are, Todd. Oh, fuck. You yeah. know, he, he could play something from his like yep. first album that sixties ish something, you know, and as he's evolved over time, play a little something that, that everybody would be like, mm-hmm. who's just mm-hmm. arriving at the party. Um, in the middle, after we kind of got things going with Leon Bridges, got like people dancing, I'd want to cool it off a little bit. Oh, interesting. In movement, but not in how you're feeling. So I'm going with my man, Teddy P. I knew someone was going to (laughs) that. Teddy Teddy P was on my list too. I'm glad someone picked him. Oh, that'd be good. uh, Teddy P was almost could have been. Yeah, I knew someone was going to go that. I had a feeling. That's a good one. So people would be sweaty like he is already from dancing to leon and so then you know you're just cooling down with your drink maybe dancing a little bit more slow dancing um he's got some up-tempo ones like and Do- up-tempo. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 um and then i wanted to go i wanted to pick someone who's had like a really good year this year because it would be like like because they're headlining um oh, wow and someone that I didn't think anybody would would pick, um, and I wanted to, uh, to have a female artist um, as the headliner. So I like that. Um, I'm um, follow up all that machismo. Yeah. Right, and, um, <laughs> however, we're gonna listen to a song that is in line with everything, um, all the um, that vibe. And and I was thinking too, like, um, what is uh? Mm. Th- did I say the artist already? No. But I think no. I know what you're gonna say. Okay. And I wanted to pick us. Often the end of the New Year's, you're you're looking for the person that you want to, you know, what's the tradition that you, you smooch who you're with. So you might be kind of in, in that mood. It's been a night after some drinks. Smoochy <laughs> Smoochy so, mood. Ooh. Or, or, or lusty, whatever. <laughs> whatever oh, you yeah, hey. go with. So, um, so um, my headliner is going to be Jasmine Sullivan. I knew you were going to say um, that. And I... I this song might have been played in an earlier episode, but I'm playing it anyways. I, I was a bunch of songs because I still wanted to be an upbeat one, even uh, for the yeah. headliner. But um, she, her, you know, she's been doing music for a really long time, has been associated with tons of acts, and so um, her her um, album Hotels um, has been had got like a lot of acclaim this year. So it did, yeah. Um, 
which I'm surprised we we talked about this Justin before I think I posted this on the gram way back but um, I'm surprised it didn't I kind of not that I forgot about it but I listened to this a lot when it first came out and uh, I I didn't consider it for my best of but it definitely should be yeah and I I can't I had forgot that it was this year and then after seeing it in in some (laughs) lists I started listening to it again over the past week or since our last uh, when we did best of I started listening to it a lot again um yeah you did it as a last call once yeah yeah. is that right okay yeah yeah i think so yeah so i'm gonna play the song um i'm gonna play is put it down ah this is a great one yes jasmine sullivan we go put it down jasmine sullivan teddy p approved for sure (laughs) (laughs) definitely put it down bring in the d king kong (laughs) everything about it was beautiful uh so good um yeah you're right so i also like uh you're the first so far i don't want to say the bones won't but to bring into account the new years right like the yeah you know you know thinking about like thinking about midnight and all that and it's like a there's this romance in the air there's love there's thinking about what's next um, <laughs> <laughs> there's love and lust and <laughs> yeah no that's cool so there we go so uh wait you have a venue did you think of a venue the venue is the lounge Ooh. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be a like a low lit, beautiful bar, sweaty. <laughs> think juke joint, okay. but just a little yep. bit nicer, nicer. with like house vibes. It's, like, yeah, that's trying to be nicer, corners. but not really. Yes, dark right, corners like, for dark, dark corners. Deeds. Yes, <laughs> with some you know the boot the the um. Uh, like the circle, the like the booths, corner booth. Yeah, they're all, but they're yeah. like that dark, sparkly, fake yes. leather. Love um, it. There it is. That's bottle it. service. Bottle it's service, it. candles. <laughs> yes. It's the first night. It's literally the first night at the Neil and Groove Lounge. There it is. The opening set. Beautiful. Um, so there we go. We've got uh, Leon Bridges, a.k.a. Todd, opening up the set. Toddy. Followed by uh, the Resurrection. The resurrection of the man himself, Teddy P. Which did anybody see? It's going around a little bit. I think. Speaking of Questlove, in mind, did you see Questlove posted something on the gram? Uh, he said, "People always used to say if you, if you watch Teddy P. on mute, it looks like he's doing stand-up comedy." Um, <laughs> it does you should you should watch it? Go to Questlove's Instagram right now if you haven't, and, and see it. It looks it's so good. Um, so yeah, anyways, Teddy P is resurrected for a beautiful night, and then closing out with Jasmine Sullivan. I like that you went contemporary too. I I think mm-hmm. I was thinking like go go more like historical, but I like that you went with someone contemporary to really to to bring it all in. Cool, um, Bonius, close yeah. us out. Close us out with your New Year's Eve set. So, um, in a similar vein, I was thinking about New Year's and thinking nice. like, all right, what 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 is New Year's? It's like People get dressed up. They get mm. glam. They uh, they, they dress oh up in their I finest like already. They drink I mean, their champagne. Yes, right. So I wanted a little aspect of that, but 
also New Year's is a time for reflection, right? Like, you know, people look at, you know, they make resolutions for the new year, but you also look back at where you were maybe over the past year, where you are now, where you want to be in the future. So I was kind of going from that aspect, almost like Christmas Carol-esque, like goes to Christmas past, Ooh. present, future. So I'm going with that same theme of like past, present, future. Nice. So I'm, I'm going with artists, an artist from the past that I would have loved to have seen live. Um, uh, an artist that I saw this past year. So like Ooh. currently, like one of my favorite artists that I saw um, recently. And then one that I would love to see at some point in the future um mm. and and kind of also combining a little bit of that glam aspect <laughs> into it as well you gotta no, have I, a little bit I, I, of that glamming out. he's glamming out i'm so glam excited that, right? i'm so excited for this list so i'm not gonna go in that order though okay because uh i feel like my headliner has to be the headliner um cool so i'm gonna go with my current artist the artist that i saw this past year that was one of my favorites, one of my favorites uh, that I saw that kind of surprised me in a way, but an amazing front man, if you will, and had a little bit of that showmanship. Um, so my opener is going to be Hamilton Lights Hour. Um, uh, yeah, that was we saw him show. open. Uh, we saw him with uh, Kevin Morby, uh, Jeff and I. Um, but he, he definitely had that like... He did. Showmanship. He had that like Jagger esque kind of like front man working the stage, working the crowd, like real into it. Um, so he's going to be my opener. I could uh, see him in a nice suit. He'd show up with a nice suit. Yes, he was in a nice suit. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Um, so he's my opener. Cool. Um, my my second act is going to be my my future show. Hmm. Somebody that I've always loved. I've never seen live, but I would love to see live is uh sufjan stevens mm. oh interesting. so oftentimes thought of like thought of as like kind of a, a more mellow folky artist with some of his more quiet acoustic work like seven swans and even like that carrie and lowell album yeah. but he also had some like upbeat like almost i don't know uh electronic uh mm. sounds and like age of odds and everything else and um that was another aspect of new year's i was thinking about i was like going through changes in a way mm -hmm. and i was like he's gone through a lot of changes and, and different evolutions and whatnot um so he would be my middle act as like somebody i would love to see in the future at some point but yeah. my uh my past person if you can tell who i was alluding to with changes would be bowie yeah the, oh, there you the, go. the king of glam oh, is a good one. like yeah Bowie's a good one. Um, nice. If I could have seen somebody in the past, that would have been Bowie. And I was going to play Changes, but that song wasn't, that wasn't upbeat enough for me, right? This is the yeah. New Year's party. Like, we got to yes. go with an upbeat Bowie song. So Bowie's going to be my headliner. I saw Bowie. Really? Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. I didn't know. Oh, no. Did you see him on the Black Star tour? Uh, it was, no, it was, it was in college for mm -hmm. some, I don't know what the show was, but he, um, polyphonic spree opened for him wow. and, then he, and then he headlined um that's cool wow right. that's awesome that's cool that's awesome um he he would definitely be somebody i would love yeah to have he seen could... especially in his heyday 
70s. Oh, he's one of the greatest, yeah. 80s. Um, oh. So anyway, I'm going with song that I mean sorry go ahead. no I was gonna say you're doing the I wish you just did the Bing Cosby one again <laughs> <laughs> oh man that would have been so good uh, you just played the, the, the Will Ferrell <laughs> video Will Ferrell, but, uh, anyway, sorry no I'm not doing that I am I'm going with uh Let's Dance oh great yeah great tune Ooh. from Bowie from the 80s go one with a live version There we go, David Bowie. Let's dance. It's a live version. Awesome bones. So you've got Hamilton Lighthouser kicking it off. Sifian Stevens playing more of his upbeat songs, closing it out with David Bowie. And uh, where's that show happening? So I was trying to give it a little thought. Um, I I think to pay homage to Bowie, we do it at Wembley Stadium in London. There you go. Okay. Ooh, that's fancy. Fancy Bowie, you fly over there and do it. Bring all your right. boys over there. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I think we've said this before. I've, Big stage. Sufjan Stevens, uh, I have two stories for that. One, Justin and I saw him at that coffee shop. Remember that in Brooklyn? Was, I can't remember the name of it. It was uh, Fourth oh, Ave. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. saw him. What was the name of that spot? I don't remember. Uh, Gorillas? No, it wasn't Gorillas. It was the one on Fourth Avenue. It wasn't Gorillas, but maybe it'll come to you. I, it was a, oh, it was um... a I, I know even, across from like Mission Dolores was. Yeah, I'm not even sure if it's still there. Um, but yeah, and then I got to see him. I, I actually saw him, uh, Jesse, with Paul Sukina in 2004. Oh, really? He played uh, right around Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia at the Ethical Society. It was just like this. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was you know, 2004 or five. So he just put out oh, all those awesome. albums. So. Yeah, awesome. Well, there you go, boys. I'm very surprised. I thought someone was going to pick the Talking Heads for sure. That the Talking Heads Ooh, were going to come up. A, yeah. I know. I almost did that, but I was like, oh, someone's going to mm. do that. Is there any others that you all were thinking of that were runner-ups for your shows? I yeah, I, alm- down the I almost, hole, but- similar to Jesse's, I almost did like a, uh, we're not, artists who like influenced each other and then mm. went up to mm. present. So I was going to go yeah. um, Dylan, Br- The Boss, War on Drugs. Oh, that'd be cool. Ooh, the boss would have been a good one. Oh, the yeah. boss. I know. Yeah, mm. that, that was thinking. The boss would have been a great. Oh man. Yeah, that would have been a great one to close out New Year's. I know. I was thinking stuff like that, like or even like the Clash, like getting like bands mm. back together, like mm. that, like that. Oh man, fun. the Clash, Bruce Springsteen, like all that, like <laughs> whole stuff. But can I, I redo know. my? Can I? Can I redo I my lineup? There's That'd so many. That's the thing. We'll we'll do it again next year. We'll right. do it again next year. But anyways, folks, that'll close us out for your New Year's Eve show. I uh, hope everyone has a good New Year's, a good and safe New Year's coming up in a couple of days. Um, let's close this out, boys, and I'll see you guys on the other side. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the first segment, New Year's Eve party. 
If you're listening to this before New Year's Eve, have a great New Year's Eve. If you listen to it after, we hope you had a great New Year's Eve. We hope you listened to some of those tracks at whatever party you're at. If you took over the DJ set, maybe you spun some of those songs at the party to get the party going. Anyways, boys, that was a cool segment. Good stuff. Now we're at the last call. As our listeners know, the last call is our new music criticism and opinion round where we serve up new tracks or upcoming releases, and then they go through the ringer. Either they get a pound, meaning we love, 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 love the track, and we're going to listen to it as soon as possible. They get the sip, which is like solid track. Uh, I'll get back into that at some point. Or the no sip. It really is you not seeing yourself listening to that any time soon. We haven't done the last call in a true way in a few weeks, right? Uh, last week was the mm-hmm. Christmas episode, which I know we, we, we did the format, but it wasn't newer songs. And then the week before, we did our best of. Um, so who's ready to go? It's also a unique time of year. There's not too many new albums coming out. So I'm interested to see what you guys have. So who wants to kick it off uh, this time for us at the last let's, call? Let's do the brewskis too. Oh, that's right. I always forget that. I do forget that in this round. Thanks, Bones. Uh, let's do the beers before we get into that. Uh, Bones, why don't you start since you just reminded me. All right. I'm doing Local Boy I picked up from my one of my faves, Funk. Oh, yeah. This is the lager. It's, uh, it's label is a playoff of... Uh, Philadelphia Flyers. I like that. That's Jersey. a cool label. Uh, and also paying homage to beloved uh, Yarmir Yager, who only yes. played for the Flyers for a year. But, but they still got the 68 and the assistant captain on here. But it's isn't he, L- isn't he L- still L-A-G-R. playing too? <sighs> if he is, it's, it's in no. Russia. No, he's yeah. playing in the Czech Republic. I remember oh, really? reading yeah, a bunch of articles. Like like, he owns yeah. a hockey team and like the only like they're oh, don't, wow. they aren't doing well, so he just keeps playing. Keeps playing. Okay. Anyway, and, this is a Czech lager. And you can see some Get very it? nice beautiful. You can see some Czech? nice photos of that on uh J Bug photography. Yeah, I took a few I, photos of it. I saw cool. you snap those. They're very nice. Cool. Oh yeah. Uh Rob, what you got? I have uh, Blauweiss Hallertal mm. Craft Beer from Hohentaner Sloshbrow. <laughs> Beautiful. And my German is, I'm, I'm not attempting to do the German accent. From uh, Hohentaner, Germany. There you go. From your Advent oh, beers. Good. Beautiful. Enjoy. J-Mac? I'm having... Um, waxing or waning by uh west kill brewing i think i've had them once they're in the cat skills um yeah i think you mentioned them a couple times right in the yeah in the and um i think jesse you said this the other day you had referenced a, a black ipa but this is their uh, black yeah. ipa that they do and i love black ipas and I just, mm. people don't really do them anymore they used to, they were like a hit for like two years but i love yeah. them yeah nice. awesome west kill and I'm having a beer that I know we've talked about the style once, Justin, you've had it. And we've definitely talked about this brewery, but I can't recall if we did them together. But this is Zero Gravity's Italian mm. Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Um, Featured it on the podcast last year during the, our hardcore battle. Of, uh, yeah, Rob had it, I think, right? Good. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah. yeah, I saw it at the same place I've been mentioning. They've getting so many cool things in there. I saw this and uh, it's delicious. It's really good. Yeah, they do I, good. I, everything they do is just really good. It's really good. Yeah, I've had, really. I've had the, the conehead right? one, but this one's so good. So, yeah, well, there we go. All right, back into it. The last call. Who's ready to go? Enjoy those beers, boys. Who's ready to go next? I can, I can kick us off this time. Cool. Um, I really don't know how this one's gonna go with the fellas. This is I'm playing 
Nice. Something, a style that I've never played before from an instrument that we've never heard before on the pod. Whoa. Um, Interesting. I'm intrigued. So I think, Jesse, you've talked about um, just like random stuff on Bandcamp that you've picked Mm -hmm. out. And I've been, since then, I've been paying more attention to their like newsletters. Is it just because you can't reach down far enough? She wakes up. Oh, Robbie. Let me mute you there. Got it. Um, might be Rob. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, I've been paying more attention to their newsletters that they send out. And um, and they've been doing a lot lately that are themed. Yeah. So they had, one, they had one this past week on like body movements, bodily movements. And I think it's because they have um, a track um, from um, – Ben Lamar, that album on this uh, article. Um, so I think it's because I follow International Anthem that they didn't send them to me. Anyways, um, mm. but I've been just like kind of listening to, you know, you can click it and listen to it as a playlist and just yeah. checking out things. And so um, I was also wanting something upbeat. I've been wanting something more upbeat um, just because, you know, they can, the, <laughs> uh, the, this time, these times for educators are a little dark. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> <crazy. but> <laughs> um and so uh for our audience jeff and i both work at schools and so um and and so i was thinking about that and i was wanting something upbeat and then um our our school actually has a um a a steel pan band um as a part of the um, a lot of our students are caribbean and then uh, one of our teachers actually plays in a the music teacher plays in a steel pan band outside of school so um, one of the artists this week on this newsletter was a steel pan artist. Um, mm. And I got really into, um, he has a new album out, um, but it's uh, Fimber Bravo, um, who is actually kind of like a music pioneer for steel pan. Did a lot of stuff in the 60s and 70s, but still gets in, does stuff in contemporary music. Um, and he recently... It may be outside of our parameters, but I'm I'm playing it anyways. That's um, fine. This time of year, it's yeah. yeah. It, so, um, but so it got me reading on the history of the steel pan, and it's actually was a revolutionary instrument to even yeah. be playing um, um, specifically in London. So, um, he uh, just a little background, like in 19th century, uh, the British colonial um, oppressors they outlawed. The precursor to the um, steel pan, the tom, uh, tombo bombo, and then uh, there's a series all the way through the 50s um, where just each time um, these artists would come up with like similar instruments to um, that they would outlaw them, the British government would as a form, and so the steel pan was the one that they just would never outlaw, and then. In London, um, in the '60s and '70s, it became a symbol of like of the Black Power movement in London. So I thought it was just a really cool history of the connection yeah. of it. Um, and then Steve McQueen has a um, uh, it's a uh, check out the article on Bandcamp. It talks about it, but there's a the Mangrove Nine. I think was a historical trial in London, um, and the Still Pan is kind of, is featured in in this docu-series on on this trial so um anyways i'm playing a uh track off 
uh, his newer album. Um, the name of the album is called uh, Lunar Tread. Um, and the, the track I'm going to play is Can't Control Me. And if you really listen to the lyrics or, or read the lyrics of Can't Control Me, it's, it's actually a history of the instrument oh, instrument cool. itself. So here's a track, Can't Control Me by Fember Bravo. Awesome. Fimber Bravo, Can't Control Me, Steel Drums, and much more. That's mm. super cool. That is super, super cool. Uh, Rob, go ahead. Grabbing the beer, beer to lips, advent calendar, throat mover, chugging, chugging, chugging. Yeah, you liked it? Going back. <laughs> double up, double up, double up, double up. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, cool, right? say. it was great. Uh, the preamble was super duper interesting. Um, no offense, Justin, definitely going to work that into my stable of anecdotes for parties because um, <laughs> that's a great one. Um, but also, too, that song was cool. Like a super huge fan of like Caribbean music and reggae and all that stuff. And like, um, you know, we've talked about it before, but like I started playing bass when i was 15 that was kind of the music i first identified with because of the bass heavy nature yeah, of it and all that stuff and it's just like good music so yeah. i don't know yeah. i'm mad at it mm. knowing the context with which that particular song was made like it was awesome it was dope sweet bones go ahead pound town or two there we go mm-hmm Deep absolutely heavy. oh yeah um like rob said like that that deep caribbean like reggae vibe it it, it was funny I, I kept thinking it was like a a flaming lips like caribbean <laughs> reggae vibe which that. was like yeah. so cool it was so unique and like um yeah I, I couldn't help but just bop to it it was it was infectious it was good yeah, it was real sure. awesome i would love to listen to more of that so yeah, definitely pound town for me. And is the whole album similar to that, Justin? Yeah, it's got like pretty much similar vibes. Yeah, similar vibe. Cool. Uh, yeah, I will close this out with a <sighs> a pound and an ah, a pound and an ah for extra emphasis. Yeah, I loved it. I also think you know this is typical like white american dude i remember like going on a cruise when i was a kid and of course there's always mm-hmm. a reggae band and i love the steel drum like thinking back and like i was like what is that thing like what is that guy playing because it's not a you know <laughs> time as a kid you know eight nine ten yeah. years old like you don't see that instrument often in the music that i'm listening to and my family's listening to and i remember them hitting the steel drum and i remember like buying a little one actually we still have it at my parents house like one of those like little ones that are like very nice. selling, um, which is so <laughs> Uh, and it's cool. And I think the way that they like mixed the steel drum on that was awesome. Yeah, like was it wasn't really like cool. in your face. Like um, it just had a good, it, it had a good mix to it, which I thought was cool. 
yeah, I'll say the the mixing is like that throughout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is um, awesome. The album and to I want to just for those who want to check out the documentary, I, I put it back up. So it's um there's an anthology called the Small Axe Anthology, which is actually taken from a it's a a saying, but then was made. It's a Bob Marley song, Small Axe. Um, okay, but then it's. It's all about a, a an infamous trial in 1971 called the the Mangrove Nine, which the oh, Mangrove yeah. was okay. a restaurant that a lot of actually um, American artists would hang out at and stuff like that, and it was historically just raided all the time and mm. by London police, oh, wow. um, and given a real hard time. And so there's a there's a um, there's a yeah document uh, uh, pseudo or whatever series now on I think like netflix or something like that yeah i was gonna it's say it's to on amazon i keep yeah, seeing the uh, uh yeah the, the small axe coming to cut you down yeah it's like a black anthology yeah looks pretty oh, interesting cool. actually yeah yeah it's awesome cool there you go all around pounder to kick us off that's awesome cool stuff um and shout out to Bandcamp for finding the cool stuff always thank you um, Bandcamp. yeah I'll, I'll go next because mine is honestly very very similar so i'll keep it in that same vibe while we're in that mindset so um Similar, Justin, I feel like this is a style of music we haven't and don't play too often. And it also led me to not the big picture style of music, but one of the subgenres of the music, a term or a style that I had never heard of before. Um, and it is a, it is a reissue, um, but that just came out in November. And the way I found it is I follow this, uh, this label that I love, uh, Kalita. Uh, they're out of the UK. Uh, I might have mentioned before I posted on the gram, it's the all Doss is this band that's from them that I'm not going to play. They're awesome. I found the record at Philadelphia Record Exchange and we all went. Uh, but they're a super cool um, UK reissue label that finds and unearths cool stuff um, and, and, and brings it up to the, to the public. And so, uh, you know, follow them. And this uh, one album came up that similar to you, Justin, like recently, I just want to like dance. Like when I come home, I just want that like club vibe of just like, I just want to like go crazy with the kids and dance around the house. And so the big picture of this style of music uh, is like boogie style of music, which we don't really talk about at the lounge, right? Like kind of like disco mm -hmm. funk has boogie. And then I was reading and it, it may mention a, a, a boogie style music, but then it said burger high life. And I said, I don't know what burger high life music is. And burger high life music is a style of music that um, started in Ghana. Um, and it really was influenced by uh, immigrants moving to Germany and like the fusion between um, like uh, Western music and West African music and uh, became known as like burger high life. Um, and it's kind of like a, a fusion that's similar to like reggae um, and some of the West African beats, but also mixed with like, um, you know, European kind of like disco and groove based stuff which I thought was super cool. I was like, oh, wow, I'm hearing of a new subgenre that I, I've never heard of before. And uh, the track here is uh, by a guy named Wilson Boatang. Um, and he put out two songs in, um, I think it was in the 80s. And there's these sought after uh copies that are impossible to find right he released them privately on on his own which is super cool especially for a guy in you know in west africa that has relocated to the to the uk um and he he re he releases these and then they become just like cult favorites over the years uh by djs and such and so his name's wilson boatang this song is a super dance floor banger called asu watchman 
and you're going to hear a little bit of this boogie kind of like funk and disco that is super rad there's two songs that are out on classic dj 12 inch records it's a single but it's a 12 inch record um so dig into these songs from kalita records wilson boatang uh asu watchman here we go Asu Watchman by Wilson Boateng. A dance floor banger right there. Uh, sweet. Uh, Bones, go ahead. Going for the beer. Oh, a throat mover. Pounder. Pounding back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you liked it? Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was in the same vibe of like Justin's pick, and that was sweet. That I gave like heavy. 80s 90s like yeah. vibes with those synths in there i love so it good, it was, right that's good yeah. i couldn't help but just like shake my shoulders to it it was a it was a banger for sure i, loved well, I figured it. i'd have to go after justin i figured like if we were djing that'd be a great like yeah seriously to one another just mm-hmm. keep, keep it moving so yeah uh cool yeah uh Maybe. rob why don't you go ahead oh uh, there he goes pounding back Pounding back. Rob's on the dance floor tonight. Shaking his booty. Free your mind and Rob's ass will follow. <laughs> Always. Uh, no, this is a cool song. Um, all the, just like you said, all the synth sounds, the synth bass line was super oh, cool. So good. Yeah. Like so, so good. aggressively keyboard bass, but like in such a fun way. Yeah. Like I just picture a guy with two fingers, like, and <laughs> it, it was just like, the song was a jam. Yeah, and it's not a style Again, I go the, to. The preamble was uh, the preamble was great. I, I, uh, the informed context helped me enjoy the song more. Yeah, I agree, and I think that is that right. Like that, like if you put a song on like that, that's just like brand new. Like a guy doing that right now in the UK, it's like all right, cool. But there's something to like. There's this, a good, like, yeah, that's you know, a sip, and then you get the the like the, the, uh, the preamble. Jam, like, how is yeah, the song yeah. not huge? Like it could have been huge, but anyways. Uh, J Mac, close this up. Oh, oh, <laughs> J Mac just. <laughs> I did. I, did they sample it? That's... <laughs> is, is this your pick? Oh, right. okay. oh this is pa- okay. Is it his pound theme song? And I think you just gave away your last song. There we go. Yes. Right. <laughs> we we've never had this is a this is the first folks we've never had someone have a theme song for why they won when they pound their song so there you go beverly hill cops yeah it does you put that it does back. sound like it right dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it does it did yeah yeah so you're pounding um, yeah i'm pounding i liked it i've also been into like really into a lot of synth music yeah. this past week i think i sent you that one um detroit guy oh yeah um, that that does stuff and then um i actually went down you know i'm, I'm trying to be young i went down a uh, instagram reels Ooh. and uh. found this artist sick kick who anyways he does these mashups 
boy. Just, I figured I was found out is a genre in itself, a mashup oh. where they mash up different songs with like a like a house or club beats. Okay. Um. So I've actually was really into this that guy as well this weekend. This was kind of you know it fits that vibe. So I dug Which it. Which is awesome. That's cool. And and uh, what's cool. Speaking of that, I think also part of like kind of this, like this like DJ culture too is if I don't know if you saw it and scroll it down, but um. So the album has four tracks on it. Uh, the first two are his big singles, and then the next two are um this guy dj mendel does the remixes right like in in that in that scene in that culture of music the remix is a big thing mm-hmm. um and so if you if you are to get the album or listen to the whole thing you get the two tracks that he puts out and then the the mixes of those which is which is pretty cool too so um yeah awesome there you go all around pounders nice. sweet all right who's next uh, i'll jump in um my track is from a old favorite going back to the past uh from the early 2000s uh the band block party is putting out a new album actually yeah a new album coming out in april uh so they released a new track from it called traps um which is pretty cool um that they're still putting out um some fresh vibes uh still kind of reminiscent of their old of their old tunes um still got a lot of energy to it yeah um so yeah i came across it and didn't realize they were putting something out until uh this kind of came into my uh playlist lately so um here is oops yeah there's uh the new track from block party it's called traps Okay, Traps by yeah. Block Party, an upcoming release coming out in April. Block yeah. Party. There we it's, go. It's been this almost like a... 20 years since they put out Silent Alarm with like a helicopter and all. Oh, yeah. That was like 2004. So, that I don't know. Wow. I, I thought that was cool that they were still putting out like this high energy stuff. Um, yeah. It, it still is it still like... the same f- dudes? Is this, I know obviously the singer is the same. I, I know him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the the other guitarist is still the same too. I'm not okay. sure about the other members, but um, but yeah, it was uh, I don't know. I thought it was a fun track. Yeah, so. block party. There we go. Traps. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, J Mac, go ahead. I need a minute. I'm not ready. He's not ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm contemplating. So. He's trapped. He's trapped. He's, He's trapped. trapped. Uh, Robert. That's it. A light sip. He's muted. Oh, he's not. You're a mute, mute boy. You're a mute boy. I was conflicted, much like Justin on this track. Um, there's a lot of things I liked about it. There's also some things that I, I wasn't su- super keen on. Um, Justin, uh, Jesse, excuse me, sorry. Much of your, what you talked about, it's like 
oh, block party, it's cool. Like, I'm glad that a band as a band is cool. And also, too, like, it sounded very block party-esque, which was kind of refreshing for a band to put out a new record and also, like, to have it sound like them, you know, to for sure so, to sort of, like, keep going with that. And, like, as soon as that chorus part kicked in, I was like, okay, cool, classic block party. That, like, right. sing-along chorus with, like, the mm-hmm. stops in the middle and all that stuff. I was like, ooh, vibing. And the tone of the guitar and the bass was like, ooh, this is cool. This is cool. Um, and then I was like vibing. And then that lick, lick part came thing where he like did the lick into the, I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I was like, as soon as, if that had not happened, that might've been a pound song because as soon as that happened, like all of the curtains started coming down and I was like, okay, cool. Let's like <laughs> listen curtains. to the song more critically. Like every, all the sheen came off and I was like, all right, let's listen to the song. Um, so I'll definitely check. Yes. If the, if the criteria is like, I'll definitely check out the record. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, I, that's kind of all I have to say about it. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'll go next. I'm I'm gonna give it a no sip, partly because, and this is tough, Rob. You know this. I I loved Silent Alarm. I was like very much so. It was I, the I, background of your laptop. I almost changed the direction of our band at the time because I was like, I want to sound more like Block Party. You did. Like I wanted to be dancing exactly and do all that. that. In, in two thousand, because you wanted to be Block Party. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I saw them. I saw, I saw them at the Electric Factory actually um and it was really cool it was an awesome show but the only reason i'm gonna no sip is every album after that i did not like and they, and i didn't really i forgot that they put out a bunch they put out 2007 2008 2013 2016 and now 2022 and i i i, I try to think early on to like some of them and then i kind of like stop listening so mm. and i didn't really like that song i thought it was like oh that's cool block parties out there um, but I just don't think I'm, I think I want to, I want to try to keep block party to be like, this is a thing I love so much and I don't even want to listen to it cause I don't want to be let down again. Right. Cause I love that mm. album so much that I probably just won't listen to it for that fact. Cause I did love them so much, but yeah. Um, J Mac, go ahead. You got to come up with some sort of decision. I have a decision. I'm waiting for the noise behind me to stop. Uh oh. Uh -oh. All right. Um, I'm no sipping because not for any reason anyone named. I I never got into that kind of music, um, and I'm still not into it. Like that specific style of like dance rock, if you will. Um, So I would listen. I would dance to that song if it came on. To be clear, but I'm not gonna go out and like listen to it. Um, if that makes sense a, no there, and i think there's a big yeah, yeah, yeah. that sound was for the, in the mid 2000s when that stuff first came out like arctic monkeys mm-hmm. like all those bands it was kind of like I, know. and i can say i never listened to any one album of any of those like arctic monkeys never got into any yeah, of that it was that stuff. sort of kind of like yeah. hi hat on the up sort of dance yeah. i associate like a lot of those like franz ferdinand oh yeah 2000, like, like kind of like brit rock thing yeah yeah which is they are yeah there we go. Um, there we go. Block party. Thanks, Bones. Um, Rob, close this out. Thanks. You fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm just, just kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm one, I'm one yeah. man's opinion. Our, our listeners could like it. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Uh, you and your wife told me my song fucking sucked last week, Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rob, go ahead. Why don't you close this out? So uh, much like Jeff and um, Justin, my song has a little bit of a preamble. 
Um, I don't even know how I came across this song. So my song this week is kind of, it's a two-parter, but they're short. Uh, it's uh, this rapper out of Atlanta called JMB Juvie. Uh, in April of this year, he posts a cell phone video of himself from jail doing this freestyle. Uh, and it is fire. It's sick. Wow. It's super sick. It blows up on the internet, like takes over the internet over the next couple of months. He gets out of jail and capitalizes on it and then subsequently puts out an album, puts out this acoustic version of him in Atlanta on somebody's porch recording it into a microphone that's equally as good. Wow. Uh, records like a trap sort of auto-tune version that isn't as good as now like releasing other music and doing a lot of stuff. Um, and the song just fucking bangs. I can't not listen to it. It's just good. It's it's just like the, it's the song is super duper simple, uh, and the hook is just like I, I challenge you not to love the hook of the song. It's just good. <laughs> good so challenge. I'm gonna. It, it just it's it it's just cool. Like you just the, from the first thirty seconds. I think it's become a meme on like TikTok. Like people listening to it being like, mm, oh yeah, it's like one of those things. But like. It just, I, I forget how it showed up. Like somebody I followed posted or something like that. And then I was like, this is cool. And I was like, who is this by? And then go down the rabbit hole. Cool. And then he's like this Atlanta rapper that was in jail. Like, so first I'm going to play the cell phone video of him doing it in jail uh, that he posted on his Instagram, I believe while in jail. Oh, okay. Which is so cool. Yeah. So he posted it while in jail. And then he's like, I heard you want to hear the whole thing. And reposts it, like the full video from him in jail. And then I'm going to do the subsequently like the cleaned up kind of version with a beat behind it of him on somebody's front porch with a microphone and stuff. Nice. Um, but it's just, uh, it's just like a, it's just like the simple hook. And like, I, I'm going to stop talking about it because it's uh, before my, one before my internet cuts out and two, cause like it just doesn't <laughs> need explaining. It's just a good hook. It's, that's all I got to say about it. So here's the jail video. Like he's in jail. Like you can see him on his. So that's that. This is like a, the dude doing. You know, it's like a like a, a like a fist that what just or somebody might know. Like it's like there's a, a name for that beat where it's like the other person's doing with a big pen. It's like the snare drum. Oh, there's like okay. a whole genre of music is based on know. that. So they like cleaned it up and like here's it a little bit more refined. And it's another minute and a half. And uh, I just think it's good. So here it goes. Don't make no move, we stepping for riding up with a rocket. If I'm to be a murder, like what would you 
saying? GMB, we in the street, we trying to stay out the can. Can't do that shit there again. Sending the chop with that burner. Trying to break them more hard and leave them low as I hurry. Trying to keep that shit a G-Rod with that sticker. They lurking that toilet, but like, what you saying? Bitch, lay back in that hearse. All right. There we go. Rob, say the name of the artist again. JMB Juvie. JMB uh, Juvie. And what's the track called? I believe it's called... Uh, what You Saying. What You Saying. Is that what it said? Yes. What You Saying. Or, or, or well, let me look up the official name. Because I believe it's called Wicked. If you You're right. Yeah, try, try not singing it to yourself. I know. That's what after, I just After said. I watched the video like twice, I was like... I'd be like... It's one of those things where you just, it's called Wicked is the name of the song, Wicked, the official okay. name of the song. Mm-hmm. So you just do it and then, and then I'd be like, let me just put it on real again real quick. And I'd be like, and then I'll listen to it five times in a row. And I'm like, Wicked. I it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those uh, earworm songs. It is. Um, J-Mac, go ahead. He is pounding. He is pounding. Also, the dude's got a good voice, like in jail with like no auto tune or anything. To like have it clean like that it was good. Yeah, yeah, the jail version was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, tell us, Did you see that? You're like, what? It's. I mean, that's what I knew of, like growing up in the South and like getting into hip hop and 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 high school, middle school. Like that is still is like quintessential Atlanta hip hop to me. Like Hot Boys, Juvenile, that type of like sound and beat and um flow is and i've been listening to that stuff more um some of that stuff um so yeah i, I enjoyed that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. he got wicked uh bones go ahead reaching for the beer solid sip give a sip um i thought that that lick that uh melody was tight but i couldn't understand the fucking word he said so i can't i can't pound it like i couldn't understand anything he said to be honest but i lo- i love the lick i thought it was good the melody uh, was it was good. catchy the melody was catchy once you listen to it like a couple hundred more times because you can't <laughs> stop and it's only a minute and a half long yeah. you just start picking up stuff just picking up the <laughs> okay. parts of it. yeah sweet all right i'll close this out i'll pound to that partly to rob you've mentioned this a couple times like when a song's played that you know you're going to talk to people about the next day that like that's part of the lounge too is like talking about music i'm gonna go into work tomorrow there's a bunch of people i always talk to music about and i'm like yo you guys hear this guy uh oh dude i've been holding on i've been holding a song since i discovered Mm -hmm. it in florida like before the the podcast we did two weeks ago when i was in florida and i was like i can't wait to just bring this one up because it's just like i was vibing that so hard so that'll be the first thing there's a bunch of people i talk to about music particularly like hip-hop and that type of stuff and so i'm like yo you hear about this guy check out this video of him and so it's gonna Mm -hmm. it's gonna help it's gonna spark conversation in my life too so i thought that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. Um, wicked. um sweet there we go um love it is that it that's it that's it that's it that's the last call that uh that's the last call for us um that closes us out um this round of the last call before that we had the new year's eve party so uh we'll see everybody on the other side enjoy your new year's 2022 2022 that's right at this point it's uh our next episode will be in the new year so there you go happy holidays next episode happy holidays happy holidays Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Needle 
and Groove Lounge. We hope you had some fun with our New Year's Eve episode and that you found some new tracks during the last call. Feel free to hit us up on the gram with what New Year's Eve party would you plan if you had all the parameters in the world to prepare the most perfect or ideal show. What would you do? Thanks again for listening. Next week, we have a unique episode all about debut albums. We took the theme of New Year, starting new and starting fresh, and we highlight debut albums from bands throughout history. Again, a broad range and theme. The fellas come with some parameters that they put on themselves, and they have some fun with debut albums. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a good one. <laughs>